back to another ESL podcast. I'm your crazy host, Arsenio, as usual. And today is another special, special. Guys, I already talked to you guys, okay? I talked to you guys about last time. Okay, in regards to having people who can empathize, right? Now, you guys probably were left like, yeah, I'm in that same position at work. Yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm from this country. I'm working in Singapore. I'm working over here. I'm working wherever. And I'm having difficulties with communicating across cultures. Or when I tell someone to do something, I can never get things done. Well, this is when we go into, obviously, the four-step approach for dealing with complaints. So I'm going to read these out for you, okay? So I think you're, with this approach, you're going to be able to take the heat out of difficult situations, right? And you're going to be able to deal with a complaint effectively okay or a complaint whatever it may be so number one listen with an open mind hear what the person has to say let the person speak without interruption i'll repeat that let the person speak without interruption you gotta learn to listen carefully so you fully understand what has happened and why the person is so upset See, when you start trying to interrupt, that shows that you are very tactless and that you're trying to impose your will on the other individual rather than just taking a step back and listening to them. So that's number one. Number two, repeat the problem back. You got to be able to repeat it because sometimes we have a tendency of listening, 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 and we use different words like, oh, oh, okay. Yeah, I understand. Okay. Now, if you want to make sure that they are hearing you to de-escalate the situation, you can repeat the complaint back, okay? Repeat it back in your own words and check and see if you understood correctly, yeah? And then if you have any questions in regards to that, if you're unsure of anything, ask away. Number three, be empathetic and fair or be sympathetic. Try to put yourself in the other person's shoes and be sympathetic. Reassure them that something will be done. No blaming, okay? We're not going in to blame anything. Remember, I told you about that colleague I had about five years ago. We had a meeting. It was literally a shouting match of old men for one hour, and nothing was handled. So we got to try to avoid that. And you can avoid blaming anyone by being fair and reasonable. You know, that's going to help you and dealing with that complaint in general, okay? And how it's being handled. And that number four, follow up promptly as soon as possible. Follow up with the report of what went wrong and the steps you plan to take to overcome that and to stop it from happening again. That's all there is to it. Like that is prompt, that number four is beyond massive because think about it. If there was a complaint, you got to send out an email. And, those e- and that email must have actionable steps. Like, okay, what's going to happen here is this can't happen. We're going to do this instead. We're going to do this and this. After those shouting matches when I, at that place I used to work at, to be honest with you, I would, again, I would come out of the meeting even more angry. And that last meeting I had, I came out and my mind said quit. And I quit that job. That's when you realize Meetings do absolutely nothing if you have someone who doesn't even know how to manage a fucking meeting. That's all there is to it. So how can we deal with this? Well, I'm going to give you guys some useful phrases here, okay? So in that one, two, three, four, 
these are some phrases that you can use. So some of you out there, again, you may be, you know, beginners or you may be like elementary or maybe even pre-intermediate level, you know, and you're learning business right now. So again, this being the pre-intermediate level, it's perfect for you. So here are some really good phrases that you can actually use. So are you referring to, can you describe the problem you had? Can you give me your mobile number or email address so I can get back to you, but please get back to them in the same day, okay? Not a week later. That scares me. And don't say that right off the bat. If you say, oh, well, you know, I'm going to get back to you. Uh, can you just give me your email and I'll get back to you later? Nah, I don't like later. You have to give a set time. If you're going to be very dismissive, you got to give them a set time. If you're very busy, you better give them a set time in terms of when you will get back to them. Don't just say, oh, I'm sorry, I'm busy today. Can you give me your email or can you email me later? And no, that's not good enough. Okay, you can say that at the end. When you hit that four-step process and you follow up promptly, I'm going to send an email after our meeting this afternoon. You guys are going to hear it in the upcoming video. All right, do you mean that? Okay, that's basically you repeating the problem back. Have I understood that correctly? That's obviously, you know, repeating the problem back. I can see there may have been a misunderstanding. Let me see what I can do. That's being sympathetic, that's being fair. I'll get back to you by the end of the week. Again, that's very long, I don't really like it. And again, given her circumstance, she needs to get back to him immediately, right? Because if she can't upload it, it's a complete fuck all debacle, okay? I'm really sorry that you have had that problem. Okay, can you tell me what happened? Now, don't say sorry when you don't mean it. I'm serious because there are just so many people out there in restaurants or this or that. They say, oh, I'm sorry. And then they try offering something just to like, oh, yeah, I'm so sorry uh, for my condolences. I'm going to do this. When Southwest Airlines lost my baggage for a week 15 uh, years ago when I was a kid at the age of 18. Oh, sir. Oh, I see that. You know what? Here, let me give you a $50 voucher. You know, better yet, let me give you a $100 voucher. See, I was only 18 years old. I didn't know what was happening. I just wanted my goddamn clothes back. But do you guys get what I'm saying? Do not say you're sorry if you really don't mean it. You could just repeat the problem and say, okay, tell me exactly what happened. And then again, repeating the problem back, being sympathetic and fair, and then following up promptly. Tell me what happened. The way you've described this, I can see why you're unhappy. That is very important, but to even make that better, so let's say if someone had a bad teacher and they come in and they start complaining, I'd be like, man, can I speak to you? Okay, so I can see why you're very angry. It all makes sense because obviously you speaking to him, da, 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 I would literally repeat everything she told me, but in a different way and say, if I were you, I probably, I would have done the absolute same thing. So here's what I'm going to do right now. Number one, I'm going to do this, do this, this, this is how you follow up promptly and handle the situation. This is how you get things done. So in saying that, what we're gonna do, we're gonna listen to this last little snippet, and then you guys will know the four-step process in terms of handling it. And listen to how very, listen to this manager, because he is phenomenal at handling and de-escalating this situation. Here we go. Come in, Claudia. Vanessa told me that there's something you want to talk to me about. That's right. I have a complaint, and I hope you can help. 
I'll do my best. Tell me what happened. Well, it's about a new system the IT department installed. I still have problems with it, especially when I try uploading the monthly report. Do you mean that the system isn't working properly? Yes. There's something wrong with the upload manager. That shouldn't be too serious. Talk to Eric. He can help you with that. Well, actually, that's what my complaint is about. I see. Go on. I asked for Eric's help, but he told me he was too busy. Well, he is working on a very important project at the moment. Yes, but it feels as though he's always too busy. To be honest, I don't feel we get the support we need from the IT department. So, you're saying that you think they could help you more? Yes. I know they're very busy, and I know that Eric has a lot of work to do at the moment. But look at it from my point of view. I need to upload my monthly report. If I don't, Vanessa can't update Joe about the marketing figures, and they can't make a decision about next month. I know it seems like a small thing, but it's actually very important. Yes, I understand. And the way you've described this, I can see why you're unhappy. I'll have a meeting with Eric, and we'll try and rearrange his schedule so that he can make time to fix your problem. I appreciate your help, but is there a way to make sure that it doesn't happen again? I'll see what I can do. I agree with you. The IT department should be there to help anyone with a technical problem. We'll try to be more flexible in the future. That would be great. Thanks so much. No problem. I'll send you an email after my meeting with Eric. If there's anything else I can help you with, let me know. And there it is. That's how you handle the situation. And he goes on to call, of course, Eric. Eric? It's David. Have you got a minute? Now, remember, people, one of the big problems that this could, like, that could stem from this is the fact that Eric might feel that she did that just to get back at him for no reason. Like, not for no reason, for all reasons, to be honest with you. But if you go to a boss to complain about someone, that, that number one person becomes like the number one public enemy to me. So let me give you a situation. Me, I was a passionate man. When I was, man, six years ago, man, I used to have a blast in my classes and have so much fun. The walls were paper thin in this tutorial center. And some people would be very jealous because they hear my students and I having an amazing time, okay? So some of these teachers who are absolute bores of humanity, they would absolutely hate me because again, I love having a great time. So there was this fool named Chris. Chris was from the Netherlands. Okay. Now, obviously being here in Thailand, doesn't really matter, right? They just hire whoever they can, as long as you fit the appropriate, you know, appearance, uh, and uh, the, the inappropriate appearance, but nonetheless, Chris and this other, uh, a couple of other teachers would say, Oh, you're too loud. You're too loud. Are you an entertainer? And I'm like, so wait, you're equating teaching and having passion with entertainment where do you come from and what world are you from and what narrow-minded mindset is that get the hell away from me get out of my classroom so chris ended up talking to the head teacher about this saying i was too loud and then from that moment forward i never spoke to chris again for the next two years that i was there because the moment you speak to someone else about me being loud i consider that a threat you're trying to threaten my job by complaining about something that is impossible to complain about.
And I, you know what, and to be honest with you, I think in 2018, you know, I would probably be loud with some of my classes and stuff like that. Um, you know, and, you know, probably one uh, teacher would probably, he probably complained two times, like three years ago. But since then, I've really toned it down because now I know what type of energy levels and what type of energy I want to bring to my classes. I don't have to be very, very loud. I could be pretty monotone, not monotone, but I could still show my energy by harnessing that energy and using the voice from my stomach rather than from my cords and my throat. You guys get what I'm saying? So back then, I would just have a blast and have so much fun with a lot of my students. Um, but to be honest, I would try to bring that energy to students who weren't aware of what energy was. And I'm like, okay, you don't appreciate this. You don't appreciate energy. And it's not your fault. It's just, you just don't know. So what I'm going to do, whatever energy you bring to class, I'm going to match it. And that's what I ended up doing with a lot of the students because I'm like, I feel like I'm putting too much into these lessons and you guys are taking me for granted and I don't like it. That was about four years ago. So anyways, going back to the root of the cause, when he complained, I considered him a threat. So after she did that and talked to obviously David, hey, she just now she's, if you know, Eric ends up seeing her in the, wall, in the, in the hallway, he's probably going to ignore her. Be like, oh, you spoke to David behind my back. I consider you a threat now. You know what I mean? So you got to be careful with this. I don't know in your culture, would you consider that as a threat? Not exactly sure. But me, from my perspective, I do. Luckily, I never have problems like that ever again. Like that's all completely gone. I don't have to deal with these types of people uh, anymore. And I'm very grateful for that. Um, except for the, the fools that I used to work for up until August of last year, now I am completely in the clear and I do not work for anyone anymore. I work for me. So of course, go like lead it into last year, August. Anytime I would just laugh just a little bit, they would always say, oh no, stop or testing or this or that. Even if there wasn't testing, they would still say I'm too loud. And I'm like, you know what, goodbye. I'm not even loud. Like, seriously, I'm just not even loud. What the hell are you talking about? So I'm very grateful because I don't have to deal with ignorance anymore. And neither should you. So in saying that, you guys have a four-step process now. You have a way of dealing with things now. And I hope that this benefit you. If it did, thank you so much, man. Reshare it. Uh, rate me on the Apple Podcast Store. Uh, share it in your IG stories, man. I would appreciate that so much. And guys, I'll be seeing you in the next podcast. I'm your host, as always, over and out.